This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time to go inside the front office of the athletics with the general manager of the A's, David Forst. Here now is the David Forst Show with Chris Townsend. Time now for the David Force Show right here on A's Cast Live. How are you, David? I think I'm late for the second straight week, so I apologize for that. How you doing, Chris? Uh, it's all right. We know you're busy. You get you got a lot of stuff going on <laughs> at this time of the year. Uh, this, yeah, the, uh, the the work from home schedule throws me off when I when I have to be places. So uh, looking forward to a time being back in the office sometime in the future. But for now. We got a couple of weeks left of, of work to do here. What is it like being the GM, dealing with Bob and the coaching staff, and as you guys collaborate and you're trying to put that game plan together to win, now it's must win every day, which is so different than what you guys do April, May, June, July. Just talk about the difference. Yeah, it's a different mindset, and, and obviously we've, we've put ourselves in this position, but uh, unfortunately, it does feel like you're you're kind of in a must win every night, and and you see the way you know the way Bob handles the starters and getting guys up early in the game. And I think I think Cap was getting loose in the first inning last night when uh, when Paul was in a little bit of trouble. So it's it's not ideal, but uh, but look, if you want to be in it till the end, the way we are right now, then you got to be ready for it. So it, it's. Um, yeah, it's it's a little nerve wracking going into every game, trying to figure out what you gotta, what you have to do, have to do to win. Yeah, you talk about Cap getting up in the bullpen yesterday, and now Dalton Jeffrey's going to be going tomorrow. Talk us through that decision. Yeah, I mean Dalton's pitched really well the couple times he's come in. He's he's settled things down a few times coming out of the pen, and uh, you know Cap Cap has done so well all year, and just seemingly hit a little bit of a wall the last few times out and and i think we just uh make a switch here get dalton you know to start a game and, and have cap available maybe a couple times a week out of the pen and, and obviously like i said some of our starters are are on fumes right now and and maybe in that third and fourth inning bob's looking to kind of bridge to the back of the pen so hopefully cap you know, Cap's pitched out of the pen before. He kind of knows that role. He did some tandem starting in the minor league. So he knows what it's like to, to get up in the middle of the game. And hopefully we're able to use him in a way that he contributes a couple times a week. You know, there's a, a, a couple different theories of why people are not getting uh, a lot of innings pitched out of their starters. You've gotten the most out of anybody in baseball. I don't know if you've got any numbers or what it would be, but why do you think innings pitched are down from starters? Well, you and I talked about it last week, I think, with, uh, you know, without expanding the, the rosters, what the effect was going to be. And we knew coming into 2021 that guys were coming off abbreviated seasons in 2020. And it's just, it's a matter of, of conditioning, to be honest. I mean, look, a lot of these guys prior to 2020 had gone 160, 170, 80 innings in a year. But when you don't do it for a year and then you got to bounce right back, 
it, it's tough. So I think, you know, at least you have one extra guy in the pen right now. And, and some teams are doing a good job of getting some length, but, um, but we knew it was going to be an uphill battle in September and October for a lot of these pitchers. When, when, when the GMs get together in the off season, do you guys have any control or can you lobby to get rules changed? Can you do that with major league baseball? Yeah, there's, there's some conversations for sure. And we, and we have some calls throughout the year with, uh, with the baseball ops group there with the labor relations group. And certainly in a year like this with a, a collective bargaining conversation going on, there's, there, there are some, uh, you know, group meetings, but Essentially, that's what the GM meetings are for in November is you get a chance to, you know, kind of voice your opinion, go over everything from, you know, rule, on-field rules to waiver rules to, you know, some of this off-field stuff. And you, you get a chance and, and ultimately you, you sort of voice your opinion and hope it makes an impact. Yeah, because I could see where there's, there, 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 there's a point to where you guys could look to Major League Baseball and say, hey, by us not having this rule, it's affecting players' health, and that's not good for the game. Right. I mean, that's obviously something they're going to pay attention to, though, though they're aware that there's 30, 30 entities all sort of looking out for themselves. And, and, you know, as the central office, they need to, you know, figure out what's best for the game and the industry as a whole. So they, I think they take with everything we say with a little bit of grain of salt, knowing that we're all, we're all somewhat self-interested. You know, we, we talk so much about Starling, but Jay Hay, Josh Harrison, talk what he's been giving you lately. He, he's been a monster. He has, and he's, you know, he's been pushed into playing every single day, whether it's, you know, it's because Jed's in the DH spot or Chappie out the last few days. Josh has been bouncing around from second to third, and he's he's been outstanding. He stepped up in that leadoff spot when when Mark took a little dip and needed to move down in the order. And um, yeah, there's you know no shortage of, of things you can say about Josh, sort of keeping us afloat here the last week. And when you say the great thing about these two guys, you know, hitting one and two for you, the way they play was such great swagger. For sure, yeah, they they definitely bring a swagger and a confidence. That uh, that goes along with their performance. So it's it's been you know we've talked a number of times. It's been a boost ever since they got here in early August, and we're hoping to keep keep riding it for the next two plus weeks. How's Matt Chapman doing? He's in the lineup, so he must be doing he must be doing better. But uh, yeah, obviously took a few days there after fouling that ball off, and I think you know kind of affected his whole lower half, but uh, we're happy to see him in the lineup tonight and uh, lucky to have him back. You know, and, and two guys that I think at the bottom of your lineup, uh, I, I know I know you're giving Elvis the day off today, but just talk about eight and nine, what Elvis and Tony Kemp have been giving you. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Elvis four hits the other night, a couple of big hits in Kansas city and, and the usual kind of steady play at short. And uh, and TK provides a spark, no doubt. I mean, he he looks like he's on skates out there sometimes at second base. But uh, but yeah, he's gotten you know gotten some big hits, gotten on base, and it's nice. You know, it's nice when you feel like when you turn the lineup over over, you're gonna have some guys on base for the the guys at the top. You know, your first baseman's got 18 RBIs over his last 15 games. Now has a 101 RBIs. Just he and Chris Davis are A's that have over 100 RBIs in the last 15 seasons for the Oakland A's. You, you remember that time where he was going up and down, up and down? He was even playing <laughs> right field, for God's sakes, to where he is today. 
I do. I, I was thinking about that recently. I remember a specific time we were, I think we were playing the Mets at City Field, and it was one of the times where he was heading down, and you know, Bob kind of called him into the office, and Oli was like, "You don't have to tell me. I already know." He was he had been going up and down so much that year, and and you you really you get a feel for a young player when when they go through that, and and the guys who know they're going to be back. Those are the guys with the confidence and the ability. It's when, you know, guy you send up and down who gets worried about his spot, you worry about his makeup a little bit, but Ole was one guy who, who absolutely knew, hey, this is just part of, you know, being a young player, having options, I get it, I'm going up and down, but, but my time will come, and it, it certainly did. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. What a year, and he's still got 16 games left. I mean, you could say the same thing right now, what, what you've done with A.J. Puck. Right. Yeah. I mean, he's in that role now up and down and, you know, made a start the other night, hopefully get stretched out a little bit down there in Vegas. But yeah, we've, we've had a number of guys over the years. I, I remember, famously, I remember Jerry Blevins was that guy one year, you know, the last year he had options. He must've been up six or seven times and ended up sticking and having a great career after that. So it's, you know, it's just a matter of timing. It's, it, it rarely does it say anything about the player other than they're, they're good enough to be in the big leagues. There's just not a spot for them at that moment. So, like I said, you learn a lot about guys when, when you see how they handle it. After you get through these three games, you got 13 remaining against the Astros and the Mariners. So yep. it, it's kind of it, – when you say it's kind of in front of you, if, if, if you can play well, it's right there for you. Yeah, you're right. Obviously, uh, you know the the division is is a little bit of a uh, of a stretch right now. We'd have we'd have to run the table on the Astros, I think, and and still get some help. But um, but yeah, I think we've we've got an opportunity to to play our best baseball against the teams in our division, and you know hopefully those teams in the East that are ahead of us beat up on each other a little bit over the next two weeks. And there's there's certainly a path, but it, it starts with us. It starts with having to win, like we said at the top, almost every night, and and see where see where it goes have you been scoreboard watching i haven't actually that much i uh because i I'm, I'm focused on us like nothing nothing matters if we don't win you know when we put ourselves a little bit behind in the wild card we have to win and and we don't have any control over those other games so part part of it is i kind of expect the blue jays yankees and red sox to win every night so it's not that much fun watching their games but um but mo- more than anything it's just I know we have to take care of business and then we'll see what happens elsewhere. Yeah. That's a, you can't say it any better. It's like, it's looking the man in the mirror. It's who are you? Who are you in that clubhouse? And it, it kind of doesn't, well, it doesn't matter what everybody else does, but if you take, you take any more losses right now, your percentage to get into the postseason it just goes down. Yeah. Without a doubt. So we, we know that every, every night's important and, uh, like that's why you know Bob is, Bob's trying to get every every win he can right now, and we'll have to uh, we'll check at the end of the night what everybody else has done. It doesn't do any good to to stress yourself out during the day and watch those East Coast games and, and get all worked up about it because we can't control that. But if we win every night, we got a chance. Yeah, I got to tell you, one guy Guerra has come up big for you. Being able to do multiple innings in key parts of games, just talk about what this writer, this right-hander, has done for you. He's been outstanding. Yeah, I mean, there's there's literally like one one rough outing I can think of in Detroit, and other than that, he's been so consistent. Like you said, able to go multiple innings, 
got the, the change up to get lefties out and, and really just, you know, kind of been available almost every day for Bob. So yeah, I can't, can't say enough. Our, you know, our, our ops group did a really good job signing Violas in the off season and, and glad that he made the team and has helped us the way he has. Yeah, do you see this role in baseball? I'm going to say more important, but it, with importance is more money that since we're not seeing a ton of innings from the starter, this bridge guy to the bridge guy, how important is he becoming in the game in the, and in the future of the game? Yeah, it's been that way for a while. I think we, I think we've known as starters have have become more five six inning guys that you you have to have that guy. And and obviously Yasmero was that guy for a number of years for us when we when we had the back end solidified. He's you know he's bounced around a little bit this year, but yeah, it's you've got to have guys you trust in the fifth and sixth innings because you're not always going to get your starter through there. And um, and that's a big part of putting together a bullpen right now. And and certainly. Going forward, those guys are definitely going to be valued. And I got to think from yesterday's game, it's got to be nice. You don't, you don't have to see Salvador Perez again. <laughs> I haven't wanted to see that guy since October of 2014. So I'm certainly, <laughs> I've, I've been done seeing him for a while. And then you got to, then you got Otani. You know, he's not pitching, but you still got to face Otani in this series. So you got guys that are potential MVPs in back-to-back series. Yep. Yeah. It doesn't, doesn't get easier. I, I will say, you know, I'll take, I'll take not having to face him on the mound, but that just means he's going to be DH in all three games. And, um, and yeah, you gotta, you know, he's, he's the guy in that lineup that you don't want to let beat you. Obviously they've, they've been missing their other two main guys all year. So hopefully you don't let Otani beat you and you, you outscore the, the other eight guys. Yeah. No, not having Mike Trout. It's just a, a whole in Rendon. It's a whole different ball game. Let's end on this. You know, speaking of these potential MVPs with Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Leading the American league in OPS Shohei Otani's number two, Matt Olson's number three. You, th- he should get MVP votes, right? I mean, he's not going to absolutely it. should. Go ahead. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. I don't, I don't know that he will. Like you said, he's not going to win it and, and hopefully he gets enough votes to, to sort of recognize what he's done. But yeah, you know, the guy, the guy who's been the most consistent for us, the guy who's carried us at times, obviously putting up the homers and RBIs. And um, yeah, there's no doubt that he should get some recognition there. Who's your football team? <laughs> Don't I get to take the, the fall and winter off from, from watching sports? Um, I the Rams were gone when you were growing up at one point, 95. I mean, the Ra- the Ra- look, the Raiders were in L.A. when I was growing up. Yeah. So they've been following me around my whole life is, is one way to look at it. Um, no, I mean, I, I know some of the guys, the 49ers, and, and you know, root for them. I, you know, we, we're friendly with Prague and keep an eye on them. I, I, I'll be honest, once, once our season's over, it, it's – kids soccer season it's not it's not football season so that's that's where my attention goes you mean it's it's orange slices and punch exactly that's a much better way to spend a sunday (laughs) hey well great stuff as always good luck this weekend all these games are must win it's going to be a lot of fun and we'll talk to you next week all right i'll see you chris david force the general manager of your oakland athletics this has been a presentation of the oakland athletics Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.